Welcome back to After the Midnight, everybody. This week, we're discussing the bonus track from Endless Summer, Comet. Just smooth sax right there. Mm-hmm. Don't usually hear that. panning Never expected to go this way, but I love it. Here, 
that was Comet clocking in at 5 minutes and 17 seconds. It's crazy. It doesn't feel like that. It doesn't. Long of a song, man. I get so lost in that one. Um, we mentioned, you know, that panning scent there. And there's also kind of a running scent throughout the whole thing. It's really nice. And I like how the drums take a while to come in. They're there for a while. They leave again and then they come back. It adds like this fast-paced kind of energy to it and then it kind of gets back. Mm -hmm. It almost feels like the moment of impact with the Comet. From the first listen, I mean, I've heard the song so many times now, but those drums are always such a nice and familiar surprise because I feel like it very much builds a vibe with those synths in the beginning and, and that, that riff gets stuck in, in my head and then the drums come in and give you a very different different feel. I just feel like this song takes you in a couple different directions like that that you don't expect. Like I never would have expected a saxophone solo on a song like this, especially because Thomas is in that lower register, softer breath. It's actually like two saxophone solos. Uh, near the end there, there's a saxophone solo and then there's the ending and a verse and then it comes back. Thomas speaks of a whale, a certain whale that he uses when he usually plays on midnight tracks and this one has definitely a, a different type of whale than um, the majority of the other stuff that he's he's done with, with them. He actually said this is one of their first songs that they wrote together. Tim and I got together for the first time in 2013. I was traveling with my tenor saxophone at the time and Tim and I got in the studio and basically just had a little jam. Uh, and uh, I'm pretty sure that Comet was one of the songs that came out of that session. Most of what I've done for the Midnight has been on the uh, alto saxophone and actually on this particular alto saxophone. It's uh, Yanagizawa from 1980. The way Thomas makes it sound, he just happened to be in Los Angeles. He was on tour with Lucas Graham. He had his tenor saxophone definitely feels like that contributes to the lighter sound that we get here because the only other tracks I can think of that really have this tone of sax would be maybe like Crockett's Revenge or, yeah. or something like that that more sensual saxophone kind of kind of vibe he said that this was one of their first songs that came out more just like a jam you know just crazy to hold on to a song for that long Tim actually teased this back in 2016 on Facebook and fans had to wait another five years for it. We actually got a chance to speak with Tyler a little bit, just talking about the the very beginning roots of, of where this song came from. Yeah, um, it was recorded um, and, and written before Endless Summer, but in, in that space, Tim had gone through a breakup in Denmark. Um, he was still kind of in the process of transitioning to moving to the U.S., and he had the the, he had a couple verse ideas um, and he had a chorus and he had a very clear sort of sense of what he what he wanted to say with the song so really I, I just helped uh, craft the verse to, to be a little more succinct I think um, it, it's kind of hard to remember it was such a quick day but that's my memory of comment it was mainly it was mainly kind of from Tim's heart it was one of those songs that that he felt he needed to write to kind of get over get over some of those feelings in the in the breakup so that that part you'd have to let him uh speak to but uh yeah this was in the early days when we didn't have a very super clear idea of what what we were doing sonically and um as soon as the song was finished i think tim uh felt like writing the song was enough so it was kind of put put in the back burner and was never 
plan to be released as a, as a midnight song. But it, it definitely came uh, in, in that early batch of songs that we worked on from 2013, 2014, 2015. That's pretty awesome how song predates the midnight and that Tyler had helped work on it. Yeah, before they really knew that this was the midnight, you know, 2013, 2014, 2015. I mean, they're, they're writing, you know, Days of Thunder stuff back then and and just trying to figure out what this thing is is going to be and the fact that tim you know used this song as therapy to to get over a tough situation and a a a huge change i mean not you know to move to la from denmark experience just all this change to meet tyler and have this song you know written and and have these lyrics that you really want to put out and and he comes along and is able to help you know kind of clean that up and and make it something more succinct like he said they write it and then it sits and then they decided to put it out yep for the five-year anniversary yep tyler also talks about why they decided to release it on the fifth year anniversary and we'll play that for you guys they they were one thing when they were recorded and now they mean something else because we've been able to to sing them to a lot of people all over the place we wanted to put the package together uh just as a way to 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 show fans that there were a couple other things we are not a band uh traditionally who has a ton of excess material um we're getting better with that um as a singer songwriter i you know I always think the metric 100 songs to one good song is, is, is the right one, but, but Tim comes from producer land and production is a much more involved and hands-on process. And, um, uh, and after 2014, we didn't live in the same city, so it was a little more intentional and focused. And the songs that we wrote are the songs we put out, minus um, Bend and Comet. So. Um, yeah, we, we just we, we had it lying around. We didn't want to put it out as a midnight song um, on a new record. So we thought that that was probably the best vehicle to put it out there. Just to hear him talk about their songwriting process a little bit, just a little peek behind the curtain, the fact that they're very intentional when they, they write. They don't have a bunch of excess songs and then they choose the best from that. They come in and say, these are the 12 songs that we're going to do for this release. And, and that's how they they do things. So that's that's interesting to, to learn that everything is, is very intentional. Yeah, it's an interesting song because it almost sounds like a love song. And then you listen a little bit harder and you realize it's really about a breakup or a split up and this person, you know, wanting to do whatever they can to mend things or go back in time and not have to live through that. Maybe, maybe they would be better if they didn't even experience that at all, which is actually very different from memories, which is about how you had this moment in your life and that made you who you are and you had to experience it. This is kind of the opposite of I kind of wish I didn't have to live through that. It almost feels like there's some competing feelings in the lyrics of what you just said, but then also just like very much yearning for that person who you were you were still with, but then realizing maybe it would have been better if we would have just never never met at all. You can just feel that this is a, a deeply personal song. Same with like synthetic, you know, and. Tim has a very emotional singing voice. I mean, it's a very different take on 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 vocals in the midnight than what Tyler gives us, and it just you can feel his his pain almost in in this song. That's that's what hits me in the feels. Is it's just an emotional track, man. Another reason it's fan favorite is because it is Tim singing. 
of all the songs in the midnight this is only song number two that he sings on synthetic being the other one which you just talked about which are both on this album if you're paying attention he likes to kind of take a back seat i think and as far as uh being the front leader of the band um even though it's really his baby, I feel, in many ways. It's his production baby. Tim has been asked on quite a few occasions about singing this song live, and Tim is no stranger to singing live. I want to say it was like three years ago or so. They did a run of shows where they had this really nice medley where it was like Death Touch, and then they did a cover of Don't Stand So Close To Me by The Police, and then it went into Lonely City. So he's no stranger to singing live. I just think that, you know, both of the times that he sings on Endless Summer, they're very vulnerable yeah. songs. True. All right. Since we mentioned this as a fan favorite, let's hear from the fans. This first tweet comes from at Who Needs Normal, and they say, When I hear Comet, I think about how so often we find the person we think we love. And we hold on so tightly, and even when there is clearly something wrong with the relationship, we don't want to let go of the feeling of love and exchange it for loneliness. We would rather try to force the broken pieces together and do everything in our power to make that person we love and want to be with happy. I don't know that they meant for any of these ideas in their lyrics. That's just what I think about when I hear it. Definitely relate to that. Natalie says, After years of wishing, hoping, and praying, we'd finally get to hear the heavenly symphony that is common and Tim's angelic voice once again. This is a look on our faces when the midnight shatters our illusions of ever hearing it live. Thanks, Tim. Benoit says, An unexpected release from a demo we never thought we'd be hearing again. And wow, what a treat this was. As Tyler's feelings really bleed on the years or Brooklyn, Tim's feelings on this one are so beautiful, with no fake words or anything. Pure bliss and perfect mix of music. Agreed. It is the perfect mix. This one's from Ryan Jacob. Comet being the unreleased track of Endless Summer accurately feels like a deep and emotional message meant for a specific person, which makes it the most blissful yet painful regarding the narrative. A confession of love, if you will. It's a hopeful message against one of the main themes of Endless Summer, that being loneliness. I've always imagined this being placed right before the Comeback Kid because of how beautiful it would be to go from Comet to singing the Comeback Kid. So we actually have some audio from at Miller PC. If you guys aren't familiar with Miller, he's recreated a bunch of stuff from the Midnight Verse for VR that you can go through, hang out in. You don't need an Oculus headset or anything like that. He's super, super talented. He actually did some work for us in our Nighthawks and Lonely City video. Big shout out to him for that. Yeah, awesome. So let's hear what he has to say about Comet. Hi, I'm Miller. I wanted to give my own two cents of what Comet means to me. I know it was originally a part of the bonus tracks of Endless Summer, but when it was finally released to the public, it was during one of the most toughest parts of my life yet. 2021 was a mess of a year for me. Um, I had a three-year relationship end on a whim. I lost my cat to cancer after 15 years. I mean, she practically wrote with me. I found out that my health was on a steady decline, nearing my own death. And it wasn't easy at all. 
Comet was finally pushed to the public, and I was at a loss. I probably bawled my eyes out endlessly and realized that there are other things in life to be proud of, to be happy for, and to look forward to. Uh, Comet means more than just, you know, living. But living the best that I can and loving myself for everything I have accomplished. For a while I lost my light and after some time I found mine and hopefully to be someone else's comment. I have my reason to keep going and I'll find my comment. Yeah, this is really an emotional song and it's awesome to see that it can help people in that way. That is, again, the power of music is pretty incredible. Absolutely. Just to have something come into your life when everything seems so so dark and be that literal light that can pull you through you know you have people say that music has saved their lives but it's true man thank you thank you for sharing that yeah thanks for sharing again this is just such an awesome community um so many creative people in this fan base and it's awesome that the midnight allows anybody to you know make fan videos and upload them we see them all the time really creative from everybody um and we were stoked to make a video for comment they really let people thrive with with their music the fact that there's no real you know that if you're a streamer you can use that and not worry about copyright you can really take their art and and run with it and really make it yours and and to have this community of people who have come together whether you're just a fan or a fan who likes to make stuff, it's so such a supportive community and there's so many talented individuals. It's just amazing to be able to, to put stuff like that together to this art that collectively inspires all of us and just have a community of like-minded people who, who like it. So we're eternally grateful to even be a part of, yeah, a part of it. So catch you guys in the next one. Peace. Peace.